So when you can pull back in the self-awareness and use intuition as that tool for self-awareness, you start to know who you are again. When you tune into your intuition, female entrepreneurs, they can better understand things like their strengths, their values, their passions. This is not your average business podcast because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way. We believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her. We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect. You are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today. PHP community. So today's episode was written really to empower and inspire you as we start off 2024. Um, We know that with a new year comes new changes, new goals, new revenue, new profit streams for your company. And I, Abby Green, am going to be hosting today. And what I really want to focus in and dive into today is just this fascinating world of unlocking your intuition. And as we talk about intuition, I really want to use it and for you to use it to navigate this entrepreneurial landscape that we're all in. So grab your favorite beverage, find a cozy spot, maybe pop in an earbud for a walk, and let's dive in. I'm a person who loves a list and loves to know what's coming up ahead, so I'm going to break this down into four really easy segments. Number one, understanding intuition and entrepreneurship. Number two, embracing creativity. Number three, overcoming doubt. And then number four, practical exercises for intuitive entrepreneurship. And each of these steps will build upon each other, so I cannot wait to dive in. Okay, let's get started with step one. Uh, To kick things off, I want to explore the concept of intuition and its role in entrepreneurship with you. So you might be wondering, okay, what exactly is intuition? How can we use it as a powerful tool, especially for the female entrepreneurs who are in this audience? And then I really want to focus in on you who are just starting with a few additional prompts. So our intuition, think of it as a built-in compass. Okay, it it comes with us, it guides us, it tells us what we need to do when the rest of the world may be screaming something different. I mean, it's so interesting to think about just my life in corporate America when I was reading so many business books and listening to business podcasts. And at that time, it was run generally by men. I I mean, in my world, especially because I was in a, a sales role, which many of the people who are in my sales role were also men. And they were giving me they were giving me the recommendations of not only what worked for them, but then of also the resources to take in. And as I was listening to a lot of these male entrepreneurs, especially 5, 10, 15 years ago, a lot of it screamed like focus and strategy and thinking outside of yourself instead of what do you want to do in all of this? What is important to you? Letting your values lead. So intuition is that compass that guides us. If you're feeling off kilter, generally speaking, your intuition is going to try to pull you back on path. And the thing is, if you don't listen to your intuition for long enough, 
that is what can lead to burnout. I mean, you might be on a path right now that you have always dreamed of. Maybe you're in a really successful role. Maybe this is something that you have always hoped and dreamed and planned for, but you still feel apathetic, burned out, like you don't have any energy for the other things in your life. That may be a reason to take the tips that we're going to share today and pull them in to really start to understand what your intuition is saying and if it needs to guide you on a different path. Intuition can also be that gut feeling. Some people call it an inner knowing or an instinct. So the first thing that pops into your mind and you're like, okay, I could do that or I could go back to the pro and cons list and go through this one, this one, this or that. What if this happens? I'm telling you from personal experience, I have been there. I have done that where something comes right into my mind and then I still push back and say, "Mm, maybe there's a better idea. And it can be as something as simple as a company name. I mean, for instance, when Amy and I were starting the Herself podcast, we were like thinking about different values that came to mind, what our ICA, our ideal customer avatar was looking for. And we brought up the name Herself pretty early on. And right away, we're both like, yes. And then my mind, especially four years ago now, my mind said, "Mm, but what if there's something better? And it's not bad to think that there's always something better. But if your instinct over and over again is telling you something and you don't listen to it, it's going to stop speaking as loudly. And it's those times where it doesn't take you as seriously. So during this conversation, we're going to get you back in touch, back in connection, back in a loving relationship with your instinct and with your intuition so that it can start to speak to you and you start to really listen. Intuition is also really valuable in things like decision-making, problem-solving, and creativity. So when female entrepreneurs can tap into this intuitive wisdom, it can be a game-changer in your journey. So especially if you're a person who has a hard time making a decision, or maybe you are finding yourself right now in a creative lull, maybe you're trying to think of Instagram posts or a new offer or email writing, and you're like, ugh, I just, I just don't know. Like, I'm feeling apathetic. I just don't really want to do this. Those are really good indicators to tap back into your intuition. Okay, so now that we know what intuition is, we all have an idea that we want more of it. Maybe we haven't been giving it all the time and attention that it deserves, but we want more of it in our lives. Segment two is about embracing creativity and innovation. Creativity and innovation, they're vital for entrepreneurs. I think every single one of us can say that without being creative, we feel blah. But how does intuition play a role in these areas and how can you as a female entrepreneur start to leverage your intuition abilities to foster innovation in your business? That's a key question that my coaching clients come to me. They say, Abby, like, how can I, how can I bring more of me into this? What else can I do to make me different? I want to feel more creative in what I'm doing. I want that part of me to shine. Intuition, it often sparks creative ideas. So like I said in the last answer, if you're in that lull, if you're in that plateau, tapping into your intuition, it allows that spark of creativity, the the spark that we all have to start to shine. And what's interesting about this is that everyone's creativity looks a little bit different. For instance, Amy likes to make things beautiful, whether it's an outfit or a Canva graphic or something that you see in our stories or on our Instagram. She likes the feeling of pulling things together and using her creativity to make things beautiful. Kat, she's a genius when it comes to email marketing. She uses her brain power and her creativity to tap into what our customers are wanting in that email sequence. What does she want to hear first? What does she want to hear second? How is this going to help her take the next steps that she needs to get out of that gray zone and into a yes or no. 
I really like to organize. I like to strategize. I like to take what I'm doing today and fold it out into the next couple of days, couple of weeks, couple of months to figure out where can we go as a company. I mean, Crystal, our editor for this podcast, she's able to do incredible things with the, the sound clips that we give to her. And she's able to tap into that creativity with editing podcasts. Like think to yourself, what does your creativity look like? Or maybe if you're in a lull right now, what did it used to look like? You know, the, the feeling that you had when you're on fire and you could just keep on doing that thing all day, time just passes and you have no idea where it went because you're having so much fun. What does that look like? And where can you pull more of that into your day? Intuition also helps with innovative solutions. So when you're thinking about just being logical and step-by-step, step, I mean, I'm, I'm a person who loves logistics. I love a step-by-step step guide. But when you can think beyond just what's on surface-level paper, that's where intuition can really help with different types of solutions. Where you may see somebody else following a very specific strategy, your intuition is going to guide you in your own solution. When female entrepreneurs can trust their intuition to guide them in thinking outside of the box, more unique approaches come up. Like That's the coolest thing with working with so many of you one-on-one, -on -one, not only in our mastermind and podcast course and our course on courses, but then also the coaching clients that come in, you who are in our DMs, is we can see all the passion and the purpose that you have, but sometimes you're having a hard time getting there. You don't know what those first couple of steps are. And that's where the last part of this episode is going to really go into the exercises you can do to start to pull that in more. So you feel more creative, you feel more innovative, and your intuition is the one that's leading it. This is also key when you're talking about creativity and innovation at staying ahead of the curve in your niche. So when everyone else is going one way and it starts to get a little bit old for their ICA or it's like, oh, I've seen that done before, you can be guided down a similar path, but a slightly different path that gets you ahead. It gets you more eyes. It gets you noticed. And I don't know about anybody who's listening, but I for sure want my businesses to be noticed when there's so many other people that are doing similar types of things. Okay, so now that we have done segment one, understanding your intuition, segment two, embracing creativity and innovation, let's step into segment three, which is overcoming doubt and building confidence. I know how big of an issue this is for so many people in our community. I know it because I have these conversations often. And I myself dive back into the doubt and the lack of confidence from time to time. And if you're being honest with yourself, self-doubt can be a significant obstacle. It can stop you from doing what you were made to do. It can stop you from having that passion that you had when you first started your business. I mean, think back. Think back to when you first started your business. All the purpose that you had, all the passion that you had. You wanted to change your little corner of the world. Think about her. Like, is the self-doubt that you have right now stopping her from living out her dream? How can intuition help in overcoming this doubt and building the confidence that we need to succeed? Well, I'm going to tell you, because intuition is a very powerful tool for self-awareness. You know yourself so much better when you can tap into your intuition. It, it, it's a tool that many people out there put to the side. 
it's almost like we're all born with this tool belt and one by one we start to put stuff down like okay I really need to keep my my time management one because I can't be late anywhere that's rude and I need to keep you know the one that keeps me safe like make sure not to to leave that one to the side but then slowly we start putting down the ones that make us us and when little pieces of us go to the side that's where our confidence starts to decrease so when you can pull back in the self-awareness and use intuition as that tool for self-awareness, you start to know who you are again. When you tune into your intuition, female entrepreneurs, they can better understand things like their strengths, their values, their passions. And your strengths, you have unique strengths that only you are bringing to the table. And your audience is connecting with you and your offers because of those strengths. And the same thing with values. I mean, there's a lot of companies out there that help female entrepreneurs build businesses, right? I mean, there's there's lots of companies out there. But you're attracted to Kat, Amy, and I and the Pursuing Her Purpose podcast many times because of our values. Like, we are a family-based company. We believe in being a mother and a partner and a friend and a woman outside of just being a business owner. We lead with transparency. We're never going to you know, tell you lies or make you feel uncomfortable. And we also bring a lot of passion into what we do. We wholeheartedly want you to succeed. And every one of the offers, um, whether they're free or paid, it's going to help you succeed. Like that's our promise to you is that we are building the cars and giving you the keys to drive on your own path to success. And the interesting thing when we're thinking about self-awareness is that it really does become the foundation for building confidence and navigating challenges. Like there's going to be challenges that are thrown our way. Okay. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat it here and say that entrepreneurship is just easy breezy, like sailing smooth. There's going to be challenges, but when you're self-aware enough to understand how you deal with those situations, how they affect you, um, how you can come out of them, what you can do to tell other people to support you, that is going to build your foundation. And I'm telling you right now, it builds your confidence when you know how to support yourself. It's an incredible tool that so many women who I meet with on a daily basis, they leave behind. And I want you, if you're listening to this podcast right now, I want you to gain that back. Maybe you are in a position right now where you haven't been as self-aware, or maybe your confidence is a little bit lacking. Let's bring it back and let's use it to overcome this doubt and build back the confidence that we were always made to have. And as the last section of this right here, um, it also helps to create resilience. So for the challenges that we have right now, it helps build resilience so we can get out of them quicker, but it also helps us prevent future challenges from up ahead. Because when we know how we're going to deal with something, we can just be a little preventative and say, okay, I know, for instance, that every winter, it's a, a little bit more difficult for me to remain happy and enjoying things. I get a little bit more negative, like the, the, the weather outside, being cold, lack of sunlight, that affects me. And so what can I do in October and November and December in order to help me out? Okay, think about that for you. What challenges do you have in your year or maybe in your business that you know are up ahead that you can prepare for a little bit? Okay. Segment four, the last section of this, and this is my favorite part of the entire conversation today. We're going to dive into practical exercises for intuitive entrepreneurship. And I really wanted to wrap this up because I want you to be able to implement this into your daily life because it's going to enhance your entrepreneurship experience. 
It's going to enhance how you look at your own business and it's going to make it easier to tap into your intuition. And just know that intuition is a skill that can be developed over time. So maybe you, right now you're listening, you're like, you know what, Abby, I'm actually nailing this. Like everything that you have said, I feel really good about. Amazing. Keep it up. The things that you're doing right now, keep on going with them because it is as easy to lose it as it is to gain it back. And for others of you, maybe you haven't been listening to your intuition in a while. Maybe you have pushed it to the side. Let's tap into some practical exercises that are really tailored specifically for the female entrepreneur. So not every single one of these is going to be for you. I'm just going to say that. Um, as I was going through this, I was like looking at different ones that I know have worked well for my clients, for our students, for my friends in entrepreneurship. So pick one or two that you know you would love. And let's start off just with a morning intuition journal. If you can take a few minutes at the beginning of your day, it doesn't have to be right when you wake up, but just a few minutes towards the beginning of the day to jot down your thoughts and your feelings, maybe reflect on any intuitive nudges or gut feelings that you may have about the day ahead, do that. It could be things about your business, um, any decisions you have coming up, work-life balance, your values. But if you have things that you're like, this keeps on coming up, like, I know that I need to take a break at 2 p.m. and just end for the day. Like, I'm really feeling that and hearing that over and over again. Let yourself write that down and then let yourself keep that promise. Even if at 2 p.m. you're like, oh, my gosh, there's no way I could quit. I'm so tired right now, but there's no way I could quit. Remember back to your intuition that morning. What did it tell you? Did you need to take that break? Did you need to go out for a walk? Did you need to step away from your computer? Did you need to go grab a snack? Whatever it is, do it and see if your intuition was right. I really like going back and looking at my intuition journaling and saying, okay, I wrote that down. I did what my intuition told me and dang, I felt so good. I need to do more of that. I was talking with Amy and one of our other friends, Lacey, and I've talked with Kat about this extensively, about how my intuition keeps on telling me that I need to rest in the middle of the afternoon. As many of you may or may not know, I have an autoimmune condition called Hashimoto's, and it makes me very, very tired. And when I'm tired, I feel like I can't do anything. So for the last couple of years, I've been struggling with this work-life balance of, I don't want to use up all my energy at work because I really want to be a present mom and a present wife. But then every single day when I'm at work, I'm like, I can't cut work. I still have all this stuff to do. And so slowly I've been bringing in practices of something called yoga nidra. So for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a practice where it's, it's meditative. It, it, almost replaces a nap. So within, and I'm probably explaining this incorrectly for those of you who like are really into yoga nidra, but in 17 minutes, I feel so rested. I feel very, very rested when I used to have to take two or three hour naps quite often because my body legitimately needed it. And now that I've been doing this practice because my intuition kept on telling me, I'm feeling so much better. But it took me saying it out loud to Kat and Amy and Lacey and almost getting permission from them to be like, Abby, you're your own boss. Like so many of you listening, you're your own boss. And for so long in my corporate America mindset, I was on someone else's time schedule. Who was I to take a nap in the middle of the day or do a yoga nidra class, a meditative class in the middle of the day? Like absolutely not. There was no way I would be able to do that. That would be so gluttonous. But now that I'm doing it, I'm feeling so much better. And that really brings in a second exercise you could try, which is mindful breathing meditation. So you could try the yoga nidra. I literally just go on Spotify, 
type in yoga nidra. You can go to YouTube. They're all free. Otherwise, you could also practice a short mindfulness meditation where you just focus on your breath. And what I want you to do here is as you breathe in and out, pay attention to any intuitive thoughts that might arise. And this exercise, it really creates this calm and open mental space for intuitive thoughts to thrive. And it's also really helpful if you're one of those people, much like me, who has this wandering mind when I'm meditating because you actually do want your mind to wander and tell you intuitively what to do next. And I love pairing this with just jotting down the things that my meditative state said and then looking back at them you know, in an hour or at the end of the day or at the end of the week and figuring out when I was calm and open, what did my intuition want me to do? Okay, a third exercise, decision-making with intuition. So when you're faced with a business decision, just take a moment to quiet your mind before it. I know so often we get a decision and we feel like we have to say, okay, yes, no, hold on, let me come back to that. But just without overthinking, trust the initial gut reaction or feeling that comes up. And I find that Kat, Amy, and I, we do this quite often where somebody will send a Voxer with a decision or a strategy And we'll just each take a minute or two to pull up our thoughts, to think about what our intuition is saying, and then we respond. And it's nice because you can then later look and reflect on how well our intuition guided us. And this has helped us, you guys, make so many more decisions. Not not quick as in like a fast decision, but a decision that didn't put us in the gray zone for very long and was also a really, really good decision. Another example of an exercise you could do would be visualizations for goal setting. So you could even do this right now. I want you to close your eyes and just visualize some of your business goals. Maybe it's a revenue number. Maybe it's a follower count or an email list count. Maybe it's getting a specific offer out there. But then imagine the steps that you need to achieve them and pay attention to any of the intuitive ideas that surface during this visualization. So maybe it's not just the same old steps that come up when you do a Google search. It's these insights are really going to help you refine your strategies and figure out a process that's going to work well for you and your business. There's so many great ideas when it comes to intuition, but one thing is when you're at a networking event, so think about this as networking intuitively, trust your intuition when connecting with others. So you might notice like a positive or a negative feeling when you're talking with somebody, when when you're collaborating with them. And I'm going to tell you right now, don't be afraid to politely walk away from a conversation that isn't serving your intuition. You know those, those ones when you're in the conversation and you're like, I don't know, I really don't want to be here. Like you're looking at your watch, you're looking around. I'm giving you permission right now if you need an external permission source, but eventually I want you to be able to give yourself permission to say something like, thank you so much for this conversation. I learned so much from you. And then exit and walk towards somebody who might be able to serve you in a better way for you and for your business. What I know is that intuitive connections, they can often lead to really fruitful collaborations. And I think so often as women, we're taught to just be polite and to just keep on going with it. When in reality, at these networking events, we don't have a lot of time. Like all of us are busy women. So spend it with the people that you know that your intuition is telling you to be with. Something that I do on a daily basis, like I will not skip a day, even when it's really cold out, even when it's rainy out, is going out in nature and going for a walk. 
and just being able to reflect. Like using that environment to stimulate your intuition, it can be an incredible tool. Because as you walk, just pay attention to the surroundings, let your mind wander, and just notice the thoughts or the feelings that arise and what comes up as far as your business. And maybe you're thinking right now, okay, you know what, Abby? I actually don't like walking in nature. Or maybe I live in an area that doesn't have a lot of nature. It'd be really difficult for me to get out there even on a weekly basis. Where do you find that you can tap into your intuition pretty easily? Think driving. Like I know a lot of people, Amy especially, when she's driving, her ideas just pour out of her. And so Kat and I will be like jotting down notes while she's driving um, and she's letting us know in a Voxer. The shower, another great place where I know a lot of people's ideas come up. So let these different types of exercises just be a catalyst in tapping into your intuition. I mean, it could be anything from the journaling to the meditation, using it in decision-making, visualizations with your goal setting, using it in networking situations or in some type of nature walk, shower, driving situation. But all of these tools are really used for you to be able to reflect back and make sure that you are honing in and listening to the inner voice that has always been inside of you. Because I promise you, she has some really good things to say. And just as a reminder, developing intuition is an ongoing process. So just be patient with yourself. If you start to you know, do some visualizations for goal setting and all of a sudden you're off thinking about your to-do list, that's okay. Like These are things that are going to be ongoing. And the more that you do it, the more attuned to your intuition you'll be. And the more you're going to be able to leverage it effectively in your entrepreneurial journey. So thanks for listening in. This is your nudge to just tap into your intuition in any way that's going to work best for you. Because I know there's an incredible future ahead of you. And I cannot wait to see where you and your intuition take that. Thanks for listening. We'll talk next week.